Welcome to episode 59 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. In this episode, I am discussing solo travel in Africa. If you've ever wanted to visit this continent and are unsure of what region or what country to travel to, then listen to the podcast because it's really going to help you plan your African trip. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller, empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Africa. Star rating, two out of five. Budget, $30 to $50 a day. Cheapest country in Africa is Tunisia. Most expensive is Cameroon and Angola. Did you know? Africa is where mankind is thought to have begun, and what makes it unique is its many tribes and diversities. Languages spoken. There are too many languages to name, including Afrikaans, Zulu and Swahili. The northern countries such as Tunisia, Morocco and Algeria speak French Arabic. South Africans speak English. In West Africa, due to the colonisation by European countries, the main languages are either French, English Portuguese or Spanish, which vary from country to country. Africa is a diverse continent, and although synonymous with poverty, parts of Africa are thriving. Africa is split into different regions with many visiting south, east or north. The Indian Ocean is home to one of the many African islands, such as the Seychelles, Mauritius and Madagascar. South Africa is best known for its safaris and game reserves, from the famous Kruger Park in the south to the Masai Mara in the north. The big five are plentiful throughout the continent. Africa is a continent truly like no other. But travelling here can be a struggle and as a traveller you will stick out. Throughout the continent you'll hear the kissing sound as men try and get your attention or the word mzugu which refers to a white person. Although some African countries are very stable and safe, some remain unpredictable. The safest countries are Botswana and Eswantini, formerly known as the Kingdom of Swaziland. But if you're planning to visit more than one country, consider an overland group tour. It's a great way of seeing several countries and being within the safety of a group at the same time. In Africa, don't expect transport to run on time as public transport can be unreliable and uncomfortable. An open mind is definitely needed for getting around. You have to be over 25 to hire a car and the best countries to drive through here are Morocco, Botswana, Mozambique and Eswantini, but if travelling overland seems like too much stress, consider flying instead. But be prepared for delays. Because of the distance in Ethiopia, for example, private transport or internal flights are easier. If you do choose to hire a car and are planning to visit more than one country, check that you don't need a carnet to passage, which is a document that allows you to cross international borders. If you're planning to travel throughout the continent, consider a group overland tour. Not only are they safer, but you can cover vast distances quickly and meet others along the way. North Africa consists of Mauritania, Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia, Libya and Egypt. Some of these countries feel more like the Middle East than Africa. Not all of these countries are safe to travel to. The countries which attract solos are Morocco, Tunisia and Egypt. Head here for ancient Egyptian tombs and monuments or enjoy a camel ride in the French-speaking countries of Morocco or Tunisia, famous for their mint tea. Tunisia is a wonderful country to visit but unfortunately it is still trying to recover from its terrorism attack in 2015. One big attraction here is the desert, so visit these countries if you want to sleep under the desert stars and experience time with nomadic tribes. It's also big in movie tourism. Star Wars was filmed in Tunisia 
and many movies were filmed in Ouazate in Morocco. As a solo, expect to be hassled, even if it's just within the souks, dress conservatively here to avoid any attention. Travelling around. There are trains here and you may feel more comfortable using a train than a local bus, as they can be safer if you're travelling alone, but they can be slower. If you're travelling overland for many hours, consider a sleeping compartment and lock the door and windows at night. The trains in Tunisia are really cheap with respectful travellers. Taxis are also reasonable here and they can take you around the country. Morocco has a good bus network, with buses running throughout the country. Choose the company called CTM if you prefer to travel in comfort. Domestic flights tend to fly via Casablanca, so travelling overland could be quicker and cheaper. In Egypt, for Lucas or river cruises, take you along the River Nile at a leisurely pace, stopping at the incredible Egyptian sites such as Luxor and the Valley of the Kings. The rest of the country can be explored on cheap trains and buses, and there are internal flights which are easier when visiting Abu Simbel. South Africa is made up of Angola, Namibia, Mozambique, Tanzania, Eswatini, South Africa, Zambia, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Democratic Republic of the Congo, Lesotho and Malawi. Victoria Falls sits between Zimbabwe and Zambia and the Zambezi River is perfect for adrenaline junkies. Visit Namibia for the Skeleton Coast, Fish River Canyon and stunning salt flats within Red Dunes. Experience a walking safari at the Okavango Delta in Botswana or by river in a traditional Makoro. Malawi is a magical country and is home to Lake Malawi, which lies within the Great Rift Valley, running from the north of Africa to Mozambique. South Africa is a wine taster's dream and has plenty of sightseeing. Dive with the great white sharks, visit the infamous Robin Island, or just enjoy the city view from Table Mountain. Many of the countries are okay to travel in but it is still Africa, so be careful in Johannesburg and the DRC. As a solo, you will feel more comfortable in Namibia, South Africa, Botswana, Zambia, Malawi and Tanzania. Travelling around. Travelling by bus is an option, but not all roads are well paved, so it could be a bumpy journey, especially around the Masai Mara Safari Park. Public transport is difficult in Malawi. You'll often see people just walking miles along the roadsides. Although there is a lack of transport in Namibia, there are buses between the main cities. Botswana has a good bus and minibus network. If you're travelling in Tanzania, you'll need to find a, a reputable bus company as some of the roads aren't in good condition. Mozambique is also hard to get around. In Kenya, you can take a night bus to Mombasa, which has security cameras on board for extra safety. The eight-hour bus journey is without stops. There are intercity buses in South Africa and also international buses with air conditioning. Or if you're just travelling through countries, there are minibuses known as matus, which generally wait to be filled before they leave. Be prepared to be the only traveller on one of these. East Africa consists of Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania and Zanzibar, Rwanda, Burundi, South Sudan, Ethiopia, Djibouti, Eritrea and Somalia. The east is home to the Maasai tribe and the annual migration of the wildebeest, who share their terrain with Mount Kilimanjaro, Africa's highest mountain. Just off the east coast of Tanzania is the tropical island of Zanzibar. Lose yourself in the maze that is Stone Town or visit an authentic spice farm. Uganda and Rwanda are known for gorilla trekking and attract wildlife solos who want to see primates in the wild. Some of these countries are not really accessible to tourists. You wouldn't want to visit Somalia and Eritrea, for example. 
that Ethiopia is increasingly popular due to its incredible landscapes and tribal culture. Travelling around. Riverboats may be crammed and ferries may be overloaded, but they are a cheap way of getting around. If you're travelling from Mombasa to one of the beaches, be prepared for the boat to be busy and to be the only westerner. A good ferry service takes you from Dar es Salaam to the island of Zanzibar and you'll find ferries taking you across the larger lakes throughout the continent. Be careful in Kenya where there's a chance of getting mugged. Although they do have security cameras on overnight buses, in downtown Nairobi, you'll often see people sniff glue openly on the street. In Ethiopia, you could be a novelty, so expect attention from beggars and curious locals. If you visit Uganda independently, you may find yourself very alone if you're not on a tour. You may feel more comfortable in countries with more travellers and tourists. West Africa West Africa includes Benin, Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Liberia, Nigeria, Senegal, Sierra Leone, Togo, Mali, Niger, Chad and the islands of Cape Verde and Sao Tome and Principe. West Africa is not as visited as the rest of the continent, with many countries out of bounds due to political unrest and extreme terrorist groups threatening tourism. They can also be difficult to enter, with many requiring a visa. Senegal and the Gambia are the most visited here, and many fly direct to Cape Verde for holiday. Even though the Gambia is one of the safest countries in West Africa, expect attention on the beaches. The same applies to Ghana, where being friendly could be seen by men as an invitation for a relationship. Getting around. If you're travelling here, you'll find a lack of tourism infrastructure and corrupt border officials. Many countries only have a bus network which connects the main cities, so going off the beaten track can be a challenge and you may have to take shared taxis or motor taxis in countries such as Benin and Togo. That's not to say that you shouldn't travel here, as countries such as Senegal and Ghana are very welcoming, but the majority of the region is definitely better seen with an organised tour. Central Africa Central Africa is not a region that most solo travels travel to, or anyone for that reason. The region includes countries such as Central African Republic and Democratic Republic of the Congo, which are known for their political unrest. Unless you're travelling with an NGO, it is better to avoid this region at the current time. Finally, there is so much to see in Africa. You've got gorillas in Uganda and Rwanda, meerkats in the Kalahari, tribal villages in Ethiopia, and the old kingdom of Swaziland. If you prefer an island getaway, visit the volcanic isles of Cape Verde, Madagascar or the Seychelles. Whatever your reason for travelling solo in Africa, you're definitely guaranteed to get more than you bargained for. Highlights in Africa. Take a cable car to Table Mountain in Cape Town. A safari. Choose from any of the big five game parks. Cairo Museum in Egypt. Abu Simbel in Egypt. A cruise along the River Nile. The Masai Mara in Kenya. Souk shopping in Marrakesh. Lake Malawi in Malawi. The rock forest of Madagascar. Seven Wonders of the World in Africa are Victoria Falls in the Zimbabwe and Zambia border, the Great Pyramid of Egypt and the Lighthouse of Alexandria in Egypt. African itineraries for one week. You can spend a week in each country. You could go to Tanzania and experience Arusha, Lake Manyara, Serengeti National Park, Nunguru Crater and Arusha. A one-week itinerary for South Africa is difficult to do in seven days without using eternal flights, but two options are either to stay in Cape Town for a few days, then fly to Kruger National Park, or go from Cape Town to Norhek, Simonstown, and then back to Cape Town. 
For Zambia and Namibia, you can start in winter, experience the Kalahari Desert, go to Moon, Okavango Delta, the Nata area, Chobe National Park, and then to Livingstone. A week in Zimbabwe, you can start in Harare, the Manipals, Bulawayo, and then see Victoria Falls. And finally, a week itinerary in Kenya could be Nairobi, Masai Mara, Lake Nakuru, and Mount Kenya. If you have two weeks in South Africa, you can go to Cape Town, Fanshwek, Swallendam, Plettenberg Bay, Addo Elephant National Park, Port Elizabeth and Johannesburg. For two weeks, you can combine South Africa with Namibia, beginning in Cape Town, Sederberg, Dagari River, Fish River Canyon, Namib Desert, Swakopond, Spitzkop, Damaland, Etosha National Park and Wintec. For Zambia and Zimbabwe, you can experience Johannesburg, Mourne, Okovango Delta, Chobe River, Livingstone, Bulawayo, Kruger National Park and Johannesburg. For two weeks in Ethiopia, begin in the capital, go from Addis to Bahir-Dar, Lake Tana, Blue Nile Falls, Gonda, Semian Mountains, Lalabella and Aksum. In Egypt, you can experience two weeks in Cairo, Luxor, Aswan, Abu Simbu, Go back to Cairo or then spend an extra week in the Red Sea. For three weeks, you can join an overland camping trip, especially if you want to see more than one country. You can then fly into your initial point of entry and out of the one that you finish your trip in. Three weeks in East Africa would take you from Nairobi to Lake Nakuru, Lake Navasha, Loita Hills, Masai Mara National Reserve, Nairobi, Arusha, Mutwamub, Serengeti National Park, Nongoro Crater, Marigou, Usambara Mountains, Dar es Salaam and Zanzibar. From Cape Town to Livingston, you could begin in Cape Town, go to Fish River Canyon, the Garib River, Namib Desert, Swakamond, Spitzkop, Etosha National Park, Wintuk, Kalahari, Morn, Okovango Delta, Chobe National Park and Livingstone. If you have a month in Africa, you can go from Kenya to South Africa, beginning in Nairobi, Rusha, Serengeti National Park, Nunguru Crater, Dar es Salaam, take the ferry to Zanzibar, Iringa, Lake Malawi, Senga Bay, Chapata, Luxaka, Livingstone, Victoria Falls, fly to Kruger National Park, and then to Johannesburg. Useful websites for Africa are Africa Travel Company, which organise overland adventure travel through South Africa. I've personally used them and found them to be an amazing company, and I travelled from South Africa to Zanzibar with them. Azam Marine shows you the ferries to Zanzibar. G-Adventures offers tours throughout the continent, including Egypt, Nile cruises and overlanding West Africa, which takes you on tours overland through the West and North Africa. I've also personally used overlanding West Africa. I hope that this episode has inspired you to visit Africa. If it has, check out the Solo Travel in Africa destination guide on the Girl Around the Globe website for specific countries and how to solo travel to them. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlaboutheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.